こんばんは、みなさん。これはテレスハウス東京ポッドカーストです。私はスチュワートです。イギリス人けど、今、東京に住んでいます。そして私はマスミです。私はイギリスで生まれて育ったけど、日本人で今、香港に住んでおります。よろしくお願いします。また、日本語字幕だけ。じゃなかった。I saw, I saw English subtitles. I don't know what, I don't know what you were saying.、What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fuck off, really? Yeah. Don't tell、oh. me to fuck off on my own、mm. show, Stu. God. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. What the fuck did I download? Okay, well, so you watched it in English? I watched it half English, half Japanese. There were bits when I watched it in English, yeah. Because I wanted to get the nuance, you know? Oh.、Uh, uh. With that in mind, there might be a few things that I've missed basically, but、um, we're up to episode 25.、Uh, the girls can't do it. And it's a big, a big episode after a, week, a couple of weeks away.、Um, a lot of kind of expected shocks, and then a stack of other shocks that, you know, were genuinely couldn't see them coming a mile off. Absolutely, yeah. Which one was the biggest shocker?、Uh, Uh, Rio, Rio actually、uh, cooking a meal that you'd want to eat for once. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Rio, sorry, Ruka. Yeah, yeah, that was good.、Um, you know, so, yeah, it was a bit of a massacre.、Um, before we dive into it, just、uh, hey everyone, thanks for joining us. Also, big shout to, to Sean, thanks for sending us through a load of、um, uh, little bits that you'd, you'd seen online, just a general chat of、uh, Japanese people,、uh, what the Japanese and English forums were saying. So, thanks for that, man. Um, but yeah, it was a fucking massacre. So we knew at some point that Tokui was going to be axed exactly. We'll have to see what happens. We, what, what we were saying before is, you know, he has to do this sort of moment of,、um, you know,、uh, redemption and just sort of have a bit of a time out the spotlight. It does tend to be longer than it is in the West. Like it's not just a case of just appearing off Twitter for a week and then coming back.、Uh, but、um, it might be slightly different in terms of just because it's not. This is a Netflix show, not something that's directly、um, produced by NHK or anything like that. So perhaps the rules are slightly different, but I still think we won't see him for in the near future, basically. Yeah, I hope he comes back. Although the team, the team of hosts did a great job without him. Yeah, in the, in the chat, it still felt very full. It actually felt a pretty buoyant mood, despite them you know, not hiding away from the fact that Tokyo had gone.、Uh, there was a lot of good chat. And you know, you herself was holding the reins in terms of keeping the chat lewd, keeping a bit of、uh, sexy chat going on. So it was, she's, it was yeah, probably it the most you... sexy chat that we've had all, all seasons. Yeah, she's great. So I think, yeah, we might see a few revolving extra hosts and that sort of thing. But、um, for now,、uh, yeah, they seem to be, it's not like it was, it was an ob- once they got going, it's not like there was a, a really sort of giant gap that、uh, just kept sort of、uh, appearing. What was your. Oh, there was so much stuff that went on. Okay, so Tokui's gone. We had Ruka leave, as you mentioned. He did a really nice job of sort of completing his story of progression. So not only did he cook pasta, which did actually look pretty good,、uh, like making the pasta from scratch and stuff,、uh, he also gave a little speech in English, which was nice in terms of rounding off his story from him being a bit of a slacker and not really particularly getting anywhere to being able to cook and. Be able to you know, speak a few lines of English and、um, get some support from his buddies. And it felt like 
hopefully this is the start of his journey, maybe not quite to becoming Spider-Man, but certainly in terms of developing and, and growing up a lot. So that felt like a really uh, feel-good moment in terms of uh, a little bit of punctuation and just sort of understanding that he'd, you know, gone somewhere, actually. Yeah, I think even though that uh, rugby player had said that he seemed a bit... Um, he's been having a rough time, actually. Just behind the scenes, he's been working on himself. And maybe, perhaps, he is the... He's the one that's come out of the house having been a different guy, you know? Yeah, he certainly seems, if you look at improvement, a lot of them were already sort of on quite uh, fast-moving or successful trajectories. Um, You know, we'll talk about Pepe's manga in a second, but in terms of him kind of revealing that he didn't really have too much going on, um, it feels like he's actually made some real steps to grow up. So that was a really nice uh, way to sort of fill his story in and... You know, he has had a bit of a rough time in terms of the edits and just, you know, he's kind of been the butt of a lot of jokes recently. So I think that was a nice way for him to leave. And we've kind of been saying he needs to leave for a while just because he hasn't provided much entertainment. But um, he did a good job of of bowing out on a high, I think. I think so, too. Oh, it was. So when you said you shed a tear on the train, was that was it during then? Um, Yeah, yeah, it was. That wasn't the most teary moment, though, of, of, the, of the show. What was a teary moment for you? Let's get... Well, we can get onto that in a second, but just quickly, I mean, we don't need to spend too much time on it. Haruka left, so um, we knew she was leaving. Because that wasn't a surprise. Now she's not going to get in a... <laughs> she's not, now she's not getting in a romantic relationship with um, Pepe. I'm like, don't care. And do you remember I said to you that if he was preparing for a deadline and she knows that he gets distracted, right? The fact that she chose that moment to tell him that she didn't want to date him. I said that if she chose that moment, she would be an absolute bitch. Remember I said that? Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Why would you do that? It's like the night before your exam. Mm. Yeah, it was tough. And yeah, he was clearly a bit, (laughs) quite a bit upset. Like it was a sad... It was a sad section to the to the show, and she got a even gift then, out of it. in terms of there was sport brat. Yeah, let's touch on that interestingly because um, well, touch on it literally because I noticed that this show contained quite a lot of conversations around intimacy and the rules of interaction physically between friends and colleagues, and you know perhaps romantic interests. And I'd just like to say that the Pokemon was it Eevee? Is it is that the one? she got yeah yeah that probably got the most affection out of any um thing or person within the entire show but it was nice to see like there was quite a bit of hugging and and some goodbyes um during the goodbyes and particularly emotional moments which you don't always get in japan because uh for people who might not have visited here or spent much time with japanese people in terms of like hugging or like close contact <laughs> that really isn't something that happens every day mm. um you'll notice it when you come here and the first time you meet someone's family or, you know, just give your friend a hug, suddenly, I mean, maybe not so much with younger people, but certainly I remember the first time I hugged uh, my, my girlfriend's um, grandparents or something, I was just bowled in with a, with a Western attitude, gave them a big hug, and never have I felt someone so, like, rigidly stiff <laughs> or just like, what's going on? This white person is wrapping his arms around me. <laughs> very, very, very uh, scared about it. But that just doesn't happen. It's just not naturally built into um, just social interactions in that way, even between very close people. And even on the street, you won't see 
uh, as many people certainly as I find in the West, uh, either holding hands or you know kissing or giving each other a hug and that sort of thing. So um, it's very interesting when you get people like the hosts analysing these smaller moments of physical interaction, so the hand on the knee or the hand over the shoulder. Um, that's why they're reading so much into it because there could be potentially a lot more depth to it in terms of uh, what lies behind that beyond the fact of it just being someone being friendly or a bit touchy. Absolutely. I loved, I loved every single thing that the hosts were saying. It was a very good episode. It was good, and yeah, I just like the way that naturally people within the within the host they're sort of questioning it. Then you go straight in just to say it's obviously something rooted in sex, whatever it is, basically her go-to um, explanation. And of even something. Trindle but, was yeah. just she shed her innocent demeanour as well for a second, which clearly is an act, right? I bet you she's not an innocent person at all. But the way she was like, "Yeah, God, it, it did feel like it was the night after, wasn't it?" I was like, she knows, she knows. <laughs> it was interesting. I liked it a lot. One of the things that I found quite distracting within the show uh, was, and first, can I just say, as a show, I think there were a lot of strong outfits within this. I think uh, Haruka's jumpsuit when she was leaving, I thought Pepe looked quite good when he was sort of dressed in his pre- professor vibes. Um, but the two outfits that kind of were quite hypnotising were both Yu's and Tori-chan's. I don't know if you were distracted by this, but Toy Chan's outfit was one of those outfits where you weren't quite sure if you should or shouldn't be able to see her nipples because there was kind of like this swirling um, uh, sparkliness to it, but it was kind of a see-through-y skin colour. <laughs> You're looking at me. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't even notice their clothes. I don't even know what they were wearing. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't even... Uh, the only thing like Yamachan... Yamachan... Yama was wearing just a blue shirt or something. I don't don't notice any of their clothes. All right. Well, look after this. Because (laughs) you had a sort of sparkly top on, which was kind of in a similar vibe. It looked like they'd both been to the same, like, uh, psychedelic rock concert, but they were quite distracting. But overall, there were some good outfits. I felt like everyone stepped up a little bit, just uh, maybe just in Tokui's absence, they've all, like, elevated themselves up a little bit or trying out something new. Good. They needed but, to distract themselves from the... Yeah, it was distracting. So I, so the biggest shock out of everyone leaving, I think, for me, I don't know about you, was, was Pepe. Oh, I, I totally didn't see that coming. I find it interesting that they didn't actually have the new members in already. So it's like we're going to have... It is, yeah. I mean, it just means they've got some content for the next episode, right? In terms of... Yeah, but... I mean, they didn't tease it, fair enough. We, we've asked them not to do that too much but it means they've got a lot of content to, to run through with the new members coming in. But you're right, it felt kind of empty, even when there was four of them left in the house, it really was noticeable that there were a couple of members leaving, even if perhaps they're not the loudest in terms of Ruka and, and Haruka. I think it's really cool that um, Hannah and Emiko can actually joke about um, the fact that they were beefing earlier. Don't you think that's really cool? Yeah, and I think the way that they made up seemed quite nice. Like, it seemed kind of mature and, and genuine, and they were having a joke about it as well. Yeah, and having a joke, so, both relaxed about the fact that they both think that Rio's really hot. Yeah, and maybe the, the the pressure will come off as he sort of reveals that perhaps he's not interested in them, which it seems he's maybe looking for someone older. Um, so that, there's room for that friendship to grow. He looked hot. He looked super hot in that um, episode. Pepe looked, yeah, Pepe looked think... terrible, actually, when he was wearing that 
Argentino or is it Argentina? That football shirt. Wasn't he just wearing the basketball jersey? No idea, but he looked bad. I wish Pepe was staying a little bit longer, to be honest. That's what this boils down to. You're just in shell shock, aren't you? I wonder whether they'll have another um, Western guy, though. I think that's that's an interesting point. And one of the things you noticed within this show was just the amount of English being spoken within the different scenarios, clearly set up. So Pepe chatting to Rio, they both speak English in terms of him trying to express it, things not working out with Haruka. Uh, the guys chatting in the basketball, even Ruka being able to learn and go through the process, finally being able to speak some English. Like this was a key theme running between this episode, running throughout this episode. But also, I think it's, it speaks to something more broadly what the show is trying to do. We we know that the show connects directly with the Olympics at the end. This is something where Japan as a nation is trying to put itself on the stage. That's the purpose of the Olympics, basically, and. Um, even around Tokyo, beyond Tokyo, Japan as a country is trying to sort of build itself uh, into a more international space and certainly is trying to sort of develop itself as an area more accommodating to outsiders. You know, every year, you know, over the last few years, the amount of tourists has jumped, you know, from 20 to 30 to 40 million next year. So it's incredibly different and changing space from what it was even two, three decades ago. And Terrace House has got such a global um, following. Absolutely. And this is a big part of sort of what gets described often as cool Japan, like Japan trying to sort of um, build itself into as a cultural export, uh, as well as sort of playing the game a bit of uh, adapting itself with language and so on without losing its sort of Japanese-ness. So I think that feels like a very conscious effort to... Um, you know, feel like it's part of an international stage and using Terrace House as, as a vehicle for that is clearly um, part of a broader thing that Japan is trying to do. Good on Japan. Yeah, I mean, they've got a f- quite a lot of other problems they need to solve, but... Uh, yeah. I don't know how Hopefully I... Hopefully the Olympics will solve all of them. The Ruka thing was really cute. I, I, there was a point when I found it a little bit cringy, but you can definitely hear his growth. And I thought it was very, very cute. And I wish him all the best. And it is true what the guest, the host said about him is that um, it takes really takes the personality. Like his, he, he has the potential to be famous, you know. And he's not a dumb person. He just needed to be inspired. And it was perfect yeah, what he wrote. Like his foreigner friends obviously helped him. Everything he said, if his accent was better, it'd be even better. But like, you know not being picky but everything he said was perfect and he said please keep watching over me yeah i mean it was it was nicely done and i think it was a great way to sum up his story so we're down to three it seems we've got three new housemates coming in um who 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 would you like to see is there any sort of archetypes that you think will come in to either mix the house up or just uh, you know, you'd like to see as, as nice compliments to the three that we've got remaining. It would be nice if there was an older woman, I guess, for Rio. I would like another foreigner. I was thinking about that. Mm. I would like another that foreigner. Topic of age. <gasps> it would be so Maybe. funny if they got a grandmother in. You know that grandmother they loved in the convenience store. Why not get her in? That would be hilarious. If I, they should get my grandmother yeah. in, she's a legend. Uh, did she apply? Did she apply? 
With a payphone, yeah. So there's quite a, a few other little bits. I mean, the show was full of these big peaks of moments and, you know, just such a massacre in terms of losing those three main characters and also one of the hosts as well. It's, you know, it's difficult for other bits of the storyline to fight through, but certainly, as you mentioned, it seems like Hannah, Hannah Emiko's um, relationship is getting better. Rio doesn't seem like he's into either of, them, the, either of them. So in terms of our hope around perhaps Rio and Hannah, something happening there, I'm not saying it won't, but it seems unlikely. Um, yeah, so in terms of what's going to happen next, I'm pretty sure we're going to see, I mean, we're obviously going to see three new housemates. Don't know who they're going to be, but I think a lot of the storylines um, will be based around them. And it kind of feels like one of the stages where we were getting to early on when we first started getting new um, housemates in. It was a lot of sort of hyper refresh and it was difficult to sort of pin down one storyline at the moment. Moving on to this next chapter, it seems like it's going to be difficult to kind of work out what the hell was going on for a little while until we get proper introductions to the people and actually understand who they are because, you know, half the cast has left basically. It's, it's a real chunk, so it'll be interesting to see how they play that and how they use the existing characters to help build some fam- familiar sort of strands of understanding into these new people that are going to join as well. But in terms of the people who are remaining, they're, the th- I would say, the three strongest characters of the house, are the most dominant, the three dominant characters. So I think that there's... It would be interesting to see if there was any other... There were other dominant characters you know mm, interesting I want to know I'm really with... interested to know what guys are going to come in not not because like you know fancy or anything like that it's just I think it was really cool that we had Pepe there he cooked he was good he was good looking creative like he wasn't he was an all rounder in more ways than anyone else was Someone was really focused at work. Someone who cared about romance as well. Like, Rio is like, I mm. just care about work. Hannah is like, she cares about work, but she's focused on romance. Emiko, no idea. Ruka, no idea, right? Um, Kaori was very focused with work. One of the things we haven't touched on yet, which was kind of spoken about, a bit about Pepe leaving, but it was a genuinely touching moment of friendship when he was leaving and it was really nice to see him get his manga but then when all the housemates came in and you know were joking about can you sign this and you know him just being quite honest and saying you know this is fantastic um before he said goodbye to them that was just a genuinely lovely moment and at times some parts feel very set up we know they're set up um by the production crew but this whether it was like structured that he was going to leave on this episode just the sort of interactions and the actual moment felt genuinely you know really touching and actually a wonderful moment to share in terms of someone realizing their dream of having a manga published and having that moment where they actually look look through it um yeah i just thought it was a really nice way to end the show basically yeah it was and i wish all the best for all three of them Mm. Mm. So, any other business? Anything you want to talk about before we select our pick and our dick? No. Just, okay. I know Do you've you... got to... want to wish you all the best for your pitch. I can see, looking at you, you've got a... First time I've seen a white iron shirt behind you in a blazer. 
as opposed to your floral shirt. <laughs> I'm going off to Thailand uh, tomorrow. One month of not being in work in the office, actually, I think. But um, Terrace House will live on, though. As will the podcast? Of course, yeah, as will the podcast. That's what I meant. I don't even talk about the episode anymore when I say Terrace House. I'm referring to the podcast. <laughs> um, I do have one thing though we do have a new follow on Instagram called Neroli I think it's Neroli and uh, before, way before this broccoli pasta thing uh, she did comment on um, your disgusting face mask recipe thing and uh, she did say oh why don't you try and do the broccoli pasta that is a challenge we should make our take on broccoli pasta you're going to cook it? You're going to cook it next time you're over here? don't know whether I have time, but maybe when you're in Australia <laughs> visiting me at some point, we could do it then. Okay. But I'm loving the new all interactions, right. so I'm very pleased. Thank you for all the new followers. Um, I'd like to say that before we start picking dicks and pics. Oh, yeah. I, can't, I think it was Joanna is someone who is cracking me up on Twitter as well, so... but. Sorry if we've forgotten you. Thank you to everyone who's followed and interacted and just said hello. It's like, it's great, basically. So just keep chatting. We love it. Exactly. So you go first. Your, who's your dick and pick? Who's my dick? My dick is... Fuck. Uh, I guess Haruka. Okay. Dick is Haruka uh, for fucking with Pepe. And my pick is... Yeah, I think I'm going to pick Pepe. I just think it was a lovely... I'm going to go Pepe and Ruka. I think they, they, they closed their stories in really nice ways. And it was, yeah, it just felt very wrapped up and complete. So I'm really happy. Sad to see them go, but felt like it was it was the right time. I'd say exactly the same, actually. <laughs> no, I would. Exactly the same. Haruka's my dick. Mm. Just because of... You know, she said that she struggled to empathise with people. Yeah. That really was showing when she decided to speak to Pepe in that way. She, the, the way she spoke wasn't bad. It was just the timing was awful. Hmm. He'd said, hey, I'm really busy. I've got a deadline. La la. And then she's like, can we please chat? And then, Luca, um, he really tried hard. Pepe, of course, he's a, such a babe. Um, and then when he was like, oh, I don't know why girls always dump me. I was just like, I'd love to get to know him to see what it is that makes girls want to dump him. Because from where I'm sitting, he's great. He's gorgeous. And he seems so lovely. He's a babe, yeah. Well, we need to get him on the show and then we can find out. Should we get him on the show? Yeah. Oh my God, Stu, please work on getting him on the bloody show. All right, well, we'll see what we can do. No, seriously. <laughs> no, don't even try and play me like that. You could actually get him on the show. Uh, all right, well, you're in Tokyo, start of Jan, so we'll see what we can do. Yay! Uh... All right. Okay, thank you so much for listening, everyone. And, um, yeah, there's, a, there's another one next week, so back business as usual. And, um, yeah, you'll be doing that from Thailand. That from Thailand. I'd have just finished a music festival. Wonderful. Nice, so you'll be 
incredibly perky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just make sure you watch the show while uh, in between. And actually pay attention to what acts. they're wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing that I was able to follow okay. this conversation about and do this podcast without actually watching the episode. Isn't that amazing, that skill? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that... Yeah. Whoever that was. Was that Joanna? I can't remember. But whoever that was, we love you for doing that. So thank you. Love you for doing what? Um, oh, that one. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you to all our listeners who listen without actually watching, just to hear our voices. It was Cowrie. Cowrie is the, is the person that's listening because she's found her name. So, yeah, shout out to you, Cowrie, as well. Okie dokie. Uh, shout out to everyone. Shout thank out you. to everyone. Lots of love. All right, Have guys. Have a good night, Stu. All right, bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.